Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women. I'm Dr. Alex, your host, and I'm really excited to be joined today by Chris from Deconstructing Wellness. She lives to change lives through empowerment and empowers high-achieving mamas to prioritize their health and wellness, building lifelong healthy habits for their whole family. So Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Alex. I'm excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you. Um, so I, I love to start off just getting to know, you know, what got you to this point where you're helping other moms because our, our stories and, and what we do is, is similar. So I'm excited to just kind of have somebody else to talk about this with. But what yeah, brought you to where definitely. you're at? I know I had the same connection feeling when I was listening to your podcast, too. I was like, no, we're very similar. I like this. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to kind of give a quick little insight into my background. So, um Honestly, I really fell into loving and embracing the world of wellness really through real life, which I think a lot of people do. Um, I am naturally just a very driven, high achieving person. And so when I put my mind on something like that will happen. (laughs) So um, that's just sort of my personality and where I come from. And, you know, as just life started to build and, you know, career went where it went, and I got married, and then we had two little girls, that high achiever and balancing out a wellness routine to that or trying to establish one um, kind of humbled me. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, how does that really work in real life? And really the key was shifting my expectations from what I felt like it should look like, what I was comparing myself to others, and just my own perfectionism to really take a look through that and figure out what works for me and what doesn't and um, embrace those things that do and really be okay with releasing the pieces that don't. Um, And so I found that that really worked for me. And I think it can also be so often something we just don't give ourselves allowance to do. And so that's really where I fell into holistic health coaching and, and trying to help other people feel that same way and figure out what works for that. Awesome. You touched on so many things that I talk about so frequently and I, it's just nice for me to hear somebody else share. Like, I'm not alone. <laughs> and so let's unpack, I know we, we have kind of a plan for what we're going to talk about today, but before we jump yeah. into that, will you unpack what it looked like for you to let go of some of those expectations because you know so much of our society and like how we're driven especially when we're high achieving women like you're driven by this thing and it's not necessarily something that we have to be driven by right there's these expectations that we're hanging on to that Mm -hmm. don't serve us so do you mind just sharing a little more of what that looked like for you yeah definitely I mean I think for me a lot of it was just raising awareness for myself around those pieces and that those expectations really even existed. Um, Because I think for myself, I'm very lucky to have 
a pretty, I, my body's healthy. I'm, you know, I'm able to do the things I want to do and just keep pushing ahead and do those and not think a whole lot about them, which doesn't really make it right either. So I, it took, effort. <laughs> it took effort to really think like, do I really need to push myself in this way? Is this actually something I even enjoy doing? But running, for instance, I hate running. I don't like it at all. I've never <laughs> liked it. And I was like, but I always had this idea in my head, like, well, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Like, there's so many runners here. I should definitely like running. So I would try it every now and then. And I was like, no, I absolutely do not like running. I am letting that go. And <laughs> that is just who I am. <laughs> so, you know, it can be something so little like that, that, um, you know, I think also when we are pretty driven and um, determined people, it can be hard to even just be okay with that letting go process. And for me, that's been just very freeing and not something that I grew up doing. I kind of just grew up pushing ahead and figuring out a way and um, just kind of shifting that story of that's not how it has to be um, has really served me well. And, and I really am glad that I got to that point. That's awesome. And it's so empowering on the other side. Um, so speaking of running, I've always been a runner. I've like run mm -hmm. marathons and I love mm -hmm. running. And I reached a point where I realized, you know, there, there's things that we can love also or think that are good for us that actually harm us more than they help us. And so I Absolutely. finally reached a point where, you know, with the stress mm -hmm. of my drivenness already, like running was not helping me. It was actually breaking my body down more. And so yes. it's, it's, you know, bringing awareness to that piece as well is so huge. Absolutely. Yeah. It just, I feel like that awareness piece and just letting yourself slowly start to think and consider those things and have that thought process around it. And then you realize it becomes a habit and then it becomes doable and it's not as hard, but that starting part of figuring out and, and looking at those pieces that have been so ingrained in you for a long time is not easy to do. So. No, yeah, definitely not. So very cool. I, I love this conversation already. So, you know, speaking up, like, you know, a lot of what we're speaking into right now is, is like this drive and this stress. And a lot of it is self-created, I would say, when we're, you know, high achieving, high performing women who are driven to do something. Yes. Um, and I know we, we had kind of previously talked about, like, given the time right now, because we're mm -hmm. all all facing a certain level of stress and just the unknown and changes and, you know, being stuck at home with our kids even more than we already were or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. So let's kind of shift into that conversation with this foundation of, you know, this is where we're coming from. Yes, <laughs> and absolutely. How, you know, so let, let's talk through what are like, what are some of the things that we can let go of as women in this particular time dealing with a global pandemic and, and all that that's looking at? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's sort of the gift of the time that we're in. You know, we can choose to keep moving ahead at our same pace and our same routines and everything that we've been doing for so long, or it is that time to be able to kind of look at what is serving me and what isn't and giving ourselves the permission to be able to look at that through a different lens. You know, we, we can keep moving ahead because we do have so many things on our plates right now. I mean, it's no joke. We are the chef. We are the mom. We are, you know, a, you have your career that hasn't stopped and you have all of those pieces, but at the same time, it's at a very different pace and a very different reality than we've 
ever had. Um, so yeah, I kind of put together three pieces of sort of a permission slip to be able to give to ourselves to look at things through that different lens that we were talking about. Yeah. And I'd love to dig into, you know, cause I love this idea of giving ourselves permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so just I think our time a little more, a little more wisely and maybe productivity is sort of a different shift from what it was two months ago when our world was completely different. So yeah. Do you want me to kind of dig into those, kind of give you three pieces? Okay. Let's go for it. So um, I broke it down in my head in really three different areas that we can give ourselves permission. Um, The first being permission to shift our morning routine. The second being permission to repurpose time. And the third being permission to feel all the feels. And I'm happy to kind of dig into those, or if you want to ask me questions about them, however you want to have the conversation. So let's kind of, we can expand on each of them because I think every single one of those is so important right now. And probably something a lot of us are struggling with, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, we were joking when we started this, like I haven't showered and I'm still in my pajamas at 11 (laughs) a.m. when we're recording this. So like, (laughs) I just don't care. Well, it is a very uh, rare day that I have done my hair and I am in real close. <laughs> yeah, I only do it the days where I like plan a live video, which I have one later today, so I'll shower eventually. <laughs> but let's talk about like, what can we let go of and recreate? Like we can start with the morning routine. Like, Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think for myself, absolutely. I, I believe for you and probably for a lot of your audience as well, you know, a morning routine grounds our day and whatever that looks like and whatever routine we've created for ourselves two months ago was probably a well-oiled machine that we did really without much thought. And while it's still just as important, I think the permission piece of that is to realize that you're not a failure if your version of a morning routine that you used to do can't happen anymore. Um, It's not a product that you're a failure by any means, but more so that you're just being flexible to the times that we're in. Um, So I think more than anything, it's looking at what are those pieces that do still ground you, still make you feel like you're ready for your day, that you feel good about your body, yourself, um, those pieces, but maybe giving yourself a little grace to it might not last an hour like it used to last an hour. Or, you know, maybe it included before a meditation and then you worked out a little and then you had some, you know, quiet space to drink your coffee. Probably not all that is happening while everybody is home all of the time right now. Um, I know that's true for me to some degree, um, but I will say I actually went through, in the very beginning of the pandemic, I kind of like loosened my grasp on it. Now, every morning I get up at five, I spend two hours by myself before everybody in my house is up. And that's just my time because it's the only time I get in the day that's truly me. And it's important to me, so I prioritize it. But I also realized where before I might meditate, journal, and then that's usually my time to kind of create. And so I love that time, but now it is more flexible in that, you know what, I might not get to like doing all of our bills later in the day. So that might get packed into my morning time. But at the end of the day, I'm still on the couch in a blanket, snuggled with our dog, 
doing those things and having that quiet space. And to me, the quiet space was what I needed at a base level. So that was sort of what I was able to unpack from um, what I needed to hold on to. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you bring up some important points with that. Like, you know, for each of us, there's, there's something that Mm -hmm. we need and that might be hard to get in, you know, a big one. It's just quiet time and time to yourself. Uh, You know, like I know at our house, I am very anti-television and we just combined two households because I've had a rental house. And so one of the TVs ended up in my son's room. Yeah. Much to my chagrin. But Uh I I would be right there with you. (laughs) There was this hour where he was down in his room. He's six and a half, almost seven. Um, So he's like always just underfoot, right? Like I never, you know, he just talks at me all the time. Uh, But there was this hour where he was downstairs and my husband was outside like doing yard work. And I was like, and it was the first time in weeks where I'd been alone. And I was like, oh, this is amazing <laughs> weird at the same time like I don't want to use tv for that but you know it's, it's about finding finding a way to still have that time for yourself whether it's absolutely on a walk or you know and even if it's only it's not an hour it's like a couple minutes because I know I, I don't do well getting up at early so that's mm-hmm. not a thing for me but like I have 10 minutes in the morning where I'm quiet and I read my bible and kind of get grounded for the day and mm-hmm. like that, that's good to launch me into what I need to do totally. but yeah but it's about figuring yeah. out what works for you um, exactly. At the, at the base level, just seeing what works for you. And I think, again, just giving yourself that grace of like, okay, in an ideal world, would I love if he's watching TV? Probably not. But it, the, this is not like an ideal picture. And it's okay to give yourself that half an hour or an hour. His mind is not going to rot. Because right? <laughs> it's happened, you know, and it's, it's okay to just like, let those things be and be like, you know what, actually, I feel so much better after that time it's okay to do that. You know, you kind of have to do those shifts. I've had to do the same thing on screen time with, um, I'm kind of a crazy person with not, we don't have really like the kids don't get to play on our phones. We don't have iPads around any of that stuff. Well now iPads are around because of school. And so I have a very similar struggle (laughs) with that (laughs) and trying to figure out like, what do I feel okay with? And what do I just, I have to let it go. And because it's going to drive me nuts. So yeah. And around that, I mean, so many of us are suddenly like not only career women and mom, we're also teachers now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't, if you have any insight around, cause I've seen so, like on social media, it's like the moms who are freaking out and like having to do the Pinterest level homeschooling now. And, you know, just add, and, and if that's you, that's, to, I'm not judging you. It like, is definitely not me. Fine. And I mean, like, <laughs> listeners too. like, it's not me either. Um, but, you know, being okay with, like not having, not creating huge expectations for ourselves around, you know, teaching our kids. And if you have any insight there, cause like my, my philosophy is they're going to learn. We honestly don't have structured school time. The only thing that's structured is recess at our house. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, he's in first grade, so we're reading and like, you know, we, we do stuff where I know he's learning, but um, you know, for the moms who are maybe struggling or feeling overwhelmed or like they can't, find the time because they have all these other things that they have to get done and they're now responsible for this piece too. What do you have to share into that? Yeah, I love that. So I have, to put it in perspective, I have two little girls. One is five, would have gone to kindergarten this year, but she barely missed the cutoff. So she is kind of kindergarten age and then um, a second grader actually. So super close to um, your age. So two little girls and I'm 
to be totally candid, <laughs> I um, have kind of had to put in perspective like that they are learning different things than they would have learned in the classroom. I feel like we have given them more life skill focus of like, here's our expectations for you actually now, like you need to carry a little more weight in the house where before yeah. we didn't even realize it, like we really didn't make them do chores. We really didn't make them do a lot of stuff. And we're really instituting those pieces of expectations for them and things that are very age appropriate that they can help with and help out as a family. Like we're coming together as a little team. Um, because to be honest, the school piece is very overwhelming to me. And I shared that with our, our amazing teacher that my second grader has. And she just came back to us and said, you do what you can do. There is not an expectation that you have to do everything I'm giving you, nor in a certain amount of time. So like my type A hates seeing that there's these like inboxes of all these red notices on their apps that they're supposed to be doing and all of that but I literally have to shut it off and put it away and be like, we will do that, you know, as we find time to do that. Cause I work full time. I'm an entrepreneur on the side and my husband's helping as much as he can too. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of unconventional ways that they can learn. And we're really like seeing their creativity blossom and all of that. And I'm taking that as something that I'm super thankful for from this time. Like they come up with the craziest games that they want to go do and they get super excited about it and they do all these characters and everything. And you know what, that they wouldn't have done that if they were sitting at a desk in school, nor if I was sitting there side by side with them teaching them on the iPad. So I've kind of let go of a lot of my guilt around that and we're kind of figuring out what works for us, but it's a little looser than I know yeah and I love that um, you. you know and, <laughs> and I think that will be encouraging for a lot of women listening to this because I've seen and you know I'm an entrepreneur I'm in entrepreneurial you know circles my husband yeah. working from home like we're all we've got stuff we have to do exactly and, and it may not take as out. much time as you did like in an ideal world two months ago what would you have gotten done in that same amount of time is pretty different probably than it is now but it, yeah. it's still stuff to be done and um you know something has basically something has to give and you have to give yourself a little bit of space to adjust because just adding being a teacher is not like feasible for most people. <laughs> no, not at all. And it, it, it you know, it, that's what's unique about this time. But I think as much as we can all let go of the, the worry or the fear that our kids aren't going to learn or they're going to be behind or, yeah. you know, we'll figure it out as yeah. they go back to school next year, you know, hopefully next year. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, not going to be that has to happen. <laughs> Please let school start in the fall. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we'll, we'll figure out how to adapt as a society and as a, as a, you know, family and, and all of that. And like doing, we're all doing the best we can. And I, I would just encourage anyone listening to this to be okay with whatever you're doing is perfect. And whatever 100%. you can do is perfect. And you don't have to be all the things to all the people, all the, or you're going to burn yourself out. Like you just, you know, in that. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Very cool. So let's kind of, you know, I, I feel like the, the three things you brought up go together, but you know, we have this picture of the, 
I mean, we've talked about a lot of them already, but the thing mm-hmm. I really liked that you brought up was the permission to feel all the feels. Yeah. So yeah. Let's unpack that one a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I saw a quote the other day and I'm not going to remember the exact quote, but the essence of it was that joy and gratitude are just as contagious as fear and anxiety. And that just, it landed really well with me because sometimes I think in this time, you know, it's a roller coaster. And those times when you are feeling thankful that you have extra time with your kids or, you know, you're glad that it's sunny outside so you can go be outside or whatever those pieces are, you almost have like this pang of guilt for feeling happy or feeling joyous in this time and space that we're in. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, not giving any less importance to the hard feelings that are coming up, but also acknowledging that in the space that is really challenging in any way that you can finding those pieces of joy in your day, whether it's literally that you got to walk for 10 minutes or, you know, whatever it is, grabbing that gratitude moment and seeing how that can transform your interactions with your family and just kind of shift your mood and outlook for the day. It's really phenomenal how that can happen. So I would just encourage people to, as much as you can, you know, set some boundaries around your consumption of news and social media and all those things that have their valid place, but also may kind of encourage those feelings of overwhelm and anxiety and stress and see what's in front of you and be embrace that and see where that takes you. I love it. And I think that's so just important because, you know, with everything going on right now, like mental health has suddenly become a big concern and, and hot topic. And I, you know, we all have a, it's not that we don't want to be informed. It's not that, you know, we are somehow saying that isolation and quarantine and all this (laughs) stuff is like what you should be doing. But I think, I think there's a lot of, you know, just, joy and like like new things that you can reconnect to that maybe we haven't had time to in a long time you know like at the end of every day my son's like mom that was the best day ever I'm like dude we literally did nothing and I still yesterday just like so happy to be home and like you know have this freedom and the freedom of creativity and all that stuff and so you know and I love that just the idea like it's okay to have gratitude for some of what we're able, like the good things that we're able to experience right now. And it's really, okay if we don't have that, what do we have right now? Like you've just got really? this burden that feels so big. It's so beyond your control. The things that you can control are literally right in front of you that you can hold on to. And the fact that your son says that every day, like you'll probably remember that in the future, like as one of your takeaways from this whole time too. So yeah. I love that. Any- huge way and you know the other thing I've really been sharing with people is like now is the time to kind of slow down and self-reflect and connect and like use for cultivating and building our familial relationships or like going through some personal growth journey and you know Mm -hmm. there's never it never becomes more apparent than when you're faced with a big crisis like this like how you show up and if you don't like how that is now's your opportunity to actually, you know, do some work and change it. And so I've, I there's, love that. 
yeah there's yeah. a lot of good that can come out of this if we allow ourselves to acknowledge it there is and i think you know going back to kind of you know we get stuck in our own patterns and our own activities or ways that we think and things like that, you know, like an example from my own life of, of that is like, I always say that I'm going to go volunteer. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. I, I didn't find that opportunity or whatever it is. There's always a million reasons. And then when all this hit, I, I was just struck by it and was like, no, I'm going to go give back because what I have is time right now. So how can I do good with that? So I started volunteering with two different organizations on an ongoing basis. And it feels so good to go do that. So a lot, there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of people that need time or assistance out there. And I mean, even if it's just literally like making cards to take to a nursing home, you know, that's an activity for your kids or there's a million things that can be done. But I think it is that at, at the backbone of it, it's like, if you don't choose to make the change now, then really it's just never going to happen. And that's okay, right. but know that it is in your power to change that one way or the other. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be ready to take yeah. it on. And now might be the time, and it might not. Yes, you don't need to add another thing, but if no. it's, going, if it's <laughs> going to make you feel good and give you a component of, you know, feeling better for contributing in some way, and maybe it's something that can give your family an activity or your kids, you know, something that they're involved in and helping out and seeing that too. I think there's merit in that, but by all means do not need to add another thing to the plate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, that's so key on so many levels. Like just be okay with where you're at. And yes. you know, if, if what we're talking about inspires you to take something on awesome. Yeah. If not, like we're, we're giving you permission here. Yeah, permission I, I love to let go of things too. If you had yeah. all those things you were doing before, it's okay to let them go now. You know, it can go both ways. Yeah. I'm feeling an urge to start singing Frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> My girls would really appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. All right. So where can people go to, you know, they've heard us talk about this and they want to know more about Chris. Where can they go to find more out more about Chris Rice? Yeah, definitely. I would love to connect. So I've got two places. I am most active on Instagram. So I'm at deconstructing wellness, same handle on Facebook, but just more active on Instagram. And I also wanted to give your listeners a little something if they were inspired by today to kind of take it to the next level. I have a five-step guide that can really be super simple, actionable pieces that they can follow up on um, just to kind of take this idea of permission to the next level. So if they want to go to deconstructingwellness.com slash women, I'll have a little download right there for them. Okay, perfect. And I'll put links to all that in the show Super. notes. And so in wrapping up, do you have any parting words, advice, thoughts that you want to share? We just embrace this time and see where it takes you and, and enjoy just being and finding that stillness. I think sometimes the stillness is the hardest space to sit in, but I'm finding for myself, the more I do that, um, the little bit more comfortable it becomes too. So I think this is a time when we can really um, dig deeper in getting to know ourselves and obviously our, our family members that we're with all the time too. But, um, you know, find the joy in what you have and, and there is a lot to be thankful for, especially when we're, we're healthy and well. So I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy. Um, and I really appreciated this time to connect today. I loved this conversation. 
I did too. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There, you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.